coming to stop. All right, I'm gonna pray with you two in the background. Jesus, thank you for this play. Guide us through understanding. And uh, bless our class, bless the weekend. Thank you for Mama Vishnu, Mama V. Now I don't want to turn this song off. Go to page 225. Live from Paris. Bono singing 40. This is act two, scene two. All right. I got two 13-minute clips, so I'll, I'll see if I can get this in. It's going to be tight, but I'll do the best that I can. All right. Uncle, father, and aunt, mother. In what, my dear lord? I am but mad. Lord, north, west. And the wind is standing. I know an orc from an anshaw. Well, we're with you, gentlemen. Hey, youngster, and you two at each ear a hearer. That great baby you see there is not yet out of his swaddling clout. Happily, he's the second man comfortable. They say an old man is twice a child. <laughs> I prophesy he come to tell me of the players. You say right, sir. Monday morning. Oh, Lord, I have news to tell you. Oh, Lord, I have news to tell you. When Roscius was an actor in Rome. The actors are come hither, my Lord. Oh, here we go. Either for tragedy, comedy, history, pastoral, pastoral, comical, uh. historical, pastoral, <laughs> tragical, historical. Unbelievable. Tragical, comical, historical, pastoral. Shut up! Scene individable or poem unlimited. He does. He does. Seneca <laughs> cannot be too heavy, nor Plautus too light. Ooh. Just <laughs> the judge of Israel. What a treasure. Jephthah. What a treasure had he, my lord. Why, one fair daughter I know more, the which he loved passing well. Still not my daughter. Am I not in the right old Jephthah? If you call me Jephthah, my lord, I have a daughter that I love passing well. Uh, what's the irony of that? That's a weird pause. Yes, we got the Jephthah thing, right? Ready, set, go. What follows me? You Welcome, oh, I'm glad to see thee, Welcome. Here comes Furnace Company. My old friend. My young lady and mistress? My young lady, your ladyship is nearer to heaven than when I last saw you. Pray God your voice be not crackled in the ring. Come, we'll have a speech straight. Come, give us a taste of your quality. Come, a passionate speech. What speech, my lord? I heard this thing in a speech once, but it was never acted. Or if it was not above once for the play, I remember. Please not the million. It was caviar to the general. One speech in it I chiefly loved was Aeneas tale to Dido. And there about a bit especially when he speaks of Priam's slaughter. We're at bottom of 227. It'll go into 228 and 29. All right. Um, I often skip this scene with students, but with you guys, out of the love of my heart, we get to watch it. Plus, I like it. So. <laughs> but I think there's something to be said here that Shakespeare takes some of this old Greek poetry and sticks it on stage, so this old Greek tragedy, and puts it on stage. And it inspires Hamlet. It gives him some ideas. Plus, this actor nails it. He does a, His voice is awesome. So it's worth seeing. But what you're going to see is him talk about 
He's about to get his revenge. He's about to kill. And he pauses. And then boom, boom, boom. He kills. And then this guy comes in and sees his spouse. Sorry. The spouse comes in and sees the husband getting chopped to mincemeat. And weeps and weeps and weeps. And then the actor starts crying. And Hamlet's like, yeah. Like, wait a second. <laughs> What's up with uh, Mommy and Uncle Claude? Like, no tears? And then you'll hear him say, if he knew the cue motive that I had, he'd drown the stage in, in tears. So Hamlet's connecting with this moment powerfully. And we'll process it a little bit later. Just, just a little bit of what's going on. Fair enough? Yeah. Okay. If it live in your memory, begin at this line. Yeah, he preferred his company. Um, um, the rugged Pyrrhus, like the Hyrcanian beast, it's also. Um, it begins with Pyrrhus, the rugged Pyrrhus. He who sables. Sable arms. Um, black as his purpose did the knight resemble. Um, uh, when he lay couched in the ominous horse. Hath now this dread and black complexion smeared with heraldry more dismal, head to foot? Now is he total ghouls roasted in wrath and thus o'ersized with coagulate gore, hmm. with eyes like carbuncles, the hellish Pyrrhus. Pyrrhus, um, um, old. Grandsire Priam, see. Oh, God, my lord, well spoken. <laughs> With good accent, good description. He's <laughs> like, shut up. <laughs> Anon. Here we go. He finds him. I know. Striking too short at grief. His antique sword, rebellious to his arm, lies where it falls, repugnant to command. Awesome. Unequal matched. Pyrrhus. And Priam drives, in rage, strikes wide, but with the whiff and wind of his fell sword, his unnerved father falls. Then, senseless Ilium, seeming to feel this blow, with flaming top, stoops to its base, and with a hideous crash, takes prisoner Pyrrhus' ear, for lo, his sword, which was declining on the milky head of Reverend Priam, seemed in the air to stick. So, as a painted tyrant, Pyrrhus stood, and like a neutral to his will and matter, did nothing. But, as we often see against some storm, a silence in the heavens, the rack stands still, the bold winds speechless, and the orb below as hush as death. Anon, the dreadful thunder doth rend the region, so, after Pyrrhus' pause, aroused vengeance sets him new a work, and never did the Cyclops' hammers fall on Mars, his armors, Forged for proof eternal with less remorse than Pyrrhus' bleeding sword now falls on Priam. This is too long. <laughs> the to the papas with your beard, Pyrrhus. He's from Jacob, I tell you, he receives. Well, Lois is like, ah, she's boring. Heck you up. Oh, here it comes. Who had seen the Moblet Queen? Moblet Queen. That's good. Moblet Queen is good. <laughs> He's like, shut up. 
run barefoot up and the down, threatening the flames with bism room, a cloud about that head where late the diadem stood. And for a robe about her lank and all her timid loins, a blanket in the alarm of fear caught up. Who this had seen, with tongue in venom steeped against fortune's state, would treason have pronounced. But if the gods themselves did see her then, when she saw Pyrrhus make malicious sport, in mincing with his sword her husband's limbs, the instant burst of clamor that she made, unless things mortal moved them not at all, would have made milch the burning eyes of heaven. And passion in the gods. Look where he has not turned his color and has tears in his eyes. Pray you no more. Tis well. I'll have thee speak out the rest too. well bestowed. Do you hear? Let them be well used, for they are the abstract and brief chronicles of the time. My lord, I will use them according to their desert. God, Bodikin's man, much better! Huh. I love that. Who's every man after his dessert? Who should skate whipping? I love that moment. Character development, right? Hamlet's like, here's the traveling actors. Please show them to their rooms. And uh, Polonius is like, yeah, I'll take him to where they deserve to be put, right? <laughs> and Hamlet yells at him, and he's like, much better, right? If you use, uh, if everybody got what they deserved, who should escape whipping? Which is our chapel today, and what we've been studying in philosophy class. Like, it's like, so great, right? I love that about Hamlet, he's like, much better. Use them after your own honor and dignity. The less they deserve, the more merit is your bounty. Ah, it's so good. Oh, so good. Thank you, Hammy. All right, so that's page uh, 232. Onward. Come, sirs. Following friends, we'll hear a play tomorrow. Aha. Does the hero of them? Can you play the murder of Gonzaga? I'm alone. Would head tomorrow night. You could, for me, study a speech. Of some dozen or sixteen lines, which I would set down and insert it, could you not? I know. Very well. Follow that law, and pray you mock him not. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> my good friends, my good I'll leave you till night. My good friends, you are welcome to us, no? Good, my lord. Huh? <laughs> All right, Hammy, soliloquy. End of Act 2. What do we get in Act 2? Our plot, right? So here comes. Alone on stage after all that. Page 233 in the book. <laughs> now I'm alone. Yeah, there we go. Sick of being spied on. Oh, what a rogue, peasant slave am I. 
Is it not monstrous that this player here, but in a fiction, in a dream of passion, could force his soul so to his own conceit that from her workings all his visage wand? Tears in his eyes, distraction in his aspect, a broken voice, and his whole function suiting with forms to his conceit. And all for nothing, for Hecuba. What's Hecuba to him, or he to Hecuba, that he should weep for her? What did he do? Had he the motive and the cue for passion that I have, he would drown the stage in tears yeah. and cleave the general ear with horrid speech, make mad the guilty and appall the free. Confound the ignorant and amaze indeed the very faculties of eyes and ears, yet I. set that up <laughs> am I a coward like my uncle killed my dad and I'm not doing anything like what the heck is wrong with me fair enough yeah. now why hasn't he done anything yet he exactly he's got to test the spirits he's got to figure out if Claude did it because he's going to kill Claude if Claude didn't do it because could the thing be lying to him yeah. so is he a coward well you could go there but I'm like no no I, come on Hammy wait a second you don't want to kill someone unjustly, right? Let alone you got to deal with this thing without sinning. Fair enough? All right, here we go. Who calls me venom? Breaks my pate across. Plucks off my beard and blows it in my face. Tweaks me by the nose, gives me the lie of the throat as deep as to the lungs. Who does me this? Huh? Swoons, I should take it. For it cannot be but I am pigeon-livered and lack gall to make oppression bitter. Or ere this, I should have fatted all the region kites with this slave's awful. Bloody, bawdy villain, remorseless, treacherous, lecherous, kindless villain. Oh, vengeance! Why, what an ass am I. <laughs> this is most brave. That I, the son of a dear father, murdered. Prompted to my revenge by heaven and hell, must, like a whore, unpack my heart with words and fall a-cursing like a very drab, a scullion. Fly on foam about my brain. I have heard 
guilty creatures sitting at a play hmm. have by the very cunning of the sea been struck so to the soul that presently they have proclaimed their malefactions for murder though it have no tongue will speak with most miraculous organ uh -oh. I've had these players play something like the murder of my father before mine uncle I'll observe his looks. I'll tent him to the quick if he but blench. I know my course. The spirit that I have seen may be a devil. Right. And the devil hath power to assume a pleasing shape, aimed perhaps out of my weakness and my melancholy, as he's very potent with such spirits, abuses me to damn me. Aha. <laughs> I have grounds more relative than this. The play is the thing, wherein I'll catch the conscience of the king. Aha! Come on, that's a rhyming couplet right there. <laughs> Can it get better than that? The play is the thing, wherein I'll catch the conscience of the king. What's he going to do? Yeah, so he's going to put on a play and do what? Yep. Now let's. The plan is put a play on, put some stuff in there that looks like the murder of his dad, and he's gonna watch who, Uncle Claude, and as he watches Uncle Claude, if he's like, oh look at that weird murder on stage right there, huh? Although if he's like, what? That he's looking around, like what the heck? Like, uh, what? That's weird. Or he gets affected by it. Hamlet's got a little what? Something to work with. Yeah. You got a thought? Yeah, it's kind of cool how King is capitalized. Yes. Like, because I'd be referring to both Claude and God, too. I think so, too. Awesome. The conscience of the king. Come on, right? See, yeah. now we're looking at those literary devices, and that's the, the how do we dig even deeper into this whole layer thing? Like, what's God's plan in all of this? And it, what's up with that ghosty dude, right? Yeah. Which king's conscience is he catching? God's, his dad. Oh, yeah. And Claudius, right? So brilliant, right? Um, do you think it'll work? Oh, yeah, we'll find out, right? We'll find out. It's coming. We'll watch that next week. Um, before you turn the page and we get on to something else here, and I want to cue this up. Ah, come on, please. We're gonna go back to this one. Oh, yeah, hey, exactly. That's why we're going fast. No. Ah. Hey, hey, smooches. Eh, eh, eh. Here. It plays the thing. Where I'll catch the conscience of the king. Here we go. Right here. 129. Yep, I think we have enough time. Perfect. I want to set this up so a bell ringer on Friday. Gotta do what I can. Alright. About my brain! About my brain! Is anybody here? I want to see your hands. Yes, you have to admit it. Has anybody here ever cried at a movie? Alright, come on. Never! It's okay. Much love. I don't go to movies. <laughs> Oh, God. So, wait. 
You got your hand in the air. That means, wait, you guys are watching something on screen and it affects you. That's awesome. Okay, how about this? Ready with okay. Titus one? Has anybody here ever raise your hand? Belly laughed. Like laughed to almost crying when you watched a movie. Come on, you belly laughed. Right. How about this? Wait, bring it back into the center. Come on, bring it back. You can talk about movies all lunch. I got 20 minutes. I got to use them all. Hey, everybody back in. Has anybody here ever watched a movie and been maybe convicted to go say you're sorry to someone or to go have a conversation with someone? Anybody? I've had some of that. Has anybody here ever been inspired by a movie? Like, okay. <laughs> I know you got to go. All right. I want you to consider a few things here. Hamlet's acknowledging, now you guys are catching the layers hopefully, right? That a play can be a really powerful voice force in someone's life. A story can be a powerful force in someone's life. And ironically, as he's talking about, what are we all doing? Story watching a story. Come on. Actually, we're watching a story in a story. <laughs> so can stories change our lives or at least in the moment affect our lives yes or no yes. so is he on to something yes. so there we go we'll see if it works peace bro take care All right. this movie has so affected his life that he's got to go on his way see ya for Hamlet see ya alright we ready that is so the play's the thing we're in, I'll catch the conscience of the king. I actually love it. I'll have grounds more relative than this. Oh. Come on. Oh, it's so good. All right, so ready? Now I want you to catch this. That's the end of Act 2. Are we ready for Act 3? That's not the end of class, right? No. I have 20 minutes, right? Holy cow. Right above it, it's uh, line... To 594, 593. Okay. Act three. Scene one. Act three, scene one. Here we go. We've got the plot. We've got subplot. We've got characters. We've got more characters. See ya. This is such affected you that you're on your way, right? I know. That I'm hungry. <laughs> Gotta go to lunch. That guilty creatures sitting at a play have, by the very cunning of the scene, been struck so to the soul that presently they have proclaimed their malefactions. For murder, though it have no tongue, will speak with most miraculous organ. I'll have these players play something like the murder of my father before mine uncle. I'll observe his looks. I'll... Wait, he'll do what? Yeah, what has everybody been doing this whole play? Spying on each other and watching him. And now what's he going to do? <laughs> Anyways. Tent him to the quick. If he but blench, I know my course. The spirit that I have seen may be of the devil. And the devil hath power to assume a pleasing shape, yea. And perhaps out of my weakness and my melancholy, as he is very potent with such spirits, abuses me to damn me. 
than this. The play is the thing wherein I'll catch the conscience of the king. And can you, by no drift of confidence, get from him why he puts on this confusion? Grating so harshly all his days of quiet with turbulent and dangerous lunacy. He does confess he feels himself distracted, but from what cause he will by no means speak. Nor do we find him forward to be sounded, but with a crafty madness keeps aloof when we would bring him on to some confession of his true state. Okay, I think I got them all there. Claude, Rosicrets at Gildenstern, Dad, Polonius, Mommy, and Ophelia. Page 236 and 37, Act 3, Scene 1. Are we good? Did he receive you well? Most like a gentleman. Not with much forcing of his disposition. Nickered of question, but about demands. That's AR, which means slow. Did you say him to any pastime? Madam, it so fell out that certain players we all wrought on the way. Of these we told him, and there did seem in him a kind of joy to hear of it. They are about the court, and as I think, they have already order this night to play before him. It is most true, and he beseeched me to entreat your majesties to hear and see the matter. With all my heart. And it does not content me to hear him so inclined. Good gentlemen, give him a further edge. And drive his purpose into these delights. We shall, my lord. Sweet Gertrude, leave us too. For we have closely sent for Hamlet hither. That he, as to a by accident, we hear affront Ophelia. Affront, nice pun on affront, right? Um, they're setting up the whole thing where they're going to spy on him with Ophelia, got it? Her father and myself, lawful espials. Lawful espials? They're allowed to spy on him? Interesting. We'll so bestow ourselves that seeing, unseen, we may have then encounter frankly judge. And gather by him as he has behaved, if be the affliction of his love or no, that thus he suffers for. I shall obey you. She's gonna do what? Yeah, there it is again, isn't it? <laughs> and for your part, Ophelia, I do wish that your good beauties be the happy cause of Hamlet's wildness. So shall I hope your virtues will bring him to his wounded. Oh my gosh, Mom! <laughs> I don't know if you guys are catching this. But she just said. Hey, Ophelia, I know you're gorgeous. I know you're a knockout. And actually, I kind of hope that your beauty is what's making my son so crazy. Wait, and then she says this, and then I hope you can use your beauty to fix him. Oh my gosh! What? Who does that to his, her own son's girlfriend? What kind, and by the way, Talk about abuse of power. This is the queen. What's she going to say? No. <laughs> and her dad's right there condoning it and setting her up. Oh! Sorry, his parents are driving me nuts. It's only act three. <laughs> Way again. To both your honors. Madam, I wish it may. Yeah, right? Walk you here. Gracious sir, please you, we will bestow ourselves. Read on this book. The show of such an exercise may color your loneliness. He likes books. We are off to the so read a book. It is too much proved that with devotion's visage and pious action, we do sugar the devil himself. <laughs> that is too true. A smarter lash than speech to give my conscience. Oh, hey, oh. The harlot's cheek, beauty with plastering art, is not more 
ugly to the thing that helps it than is my deed to my most painted word. <gasps> Why did you just admit to the admit to the whole audience and then aside? So now Hamlet doesn't know that he did it, but what we all do now, because he just confessed it. He's like, it's like putting makeup on a harlot to try and make her not look like a hoe. Uh, you know what? That's like me with all my kind words trying to cover up my what? Yeah, the murder. So he just admitted it. But now we know. Now we know it's true. Oh, heavy burden. Yeah. I can't breathe. Let's withdraw my lord. So what are they doing? This house is amazing. Those are all two-way mirrors or one-way mirrors. Here he comes. I want to pause, and the bell's probably gonna ring on us here. But I want to give you the context. Act three, scene one. Claudius is spying. Polonius is spying. Ophelia is spying. I had one theater presence where they had Claudius come down and sit in the audience to spy, which means who else is spying on Hamlet? We're all watching him. We're all watching. Like, everybody's watching him. And here we are, act three, scene one. After all that, you guys, look at where we are. After that, after that, after that, after that, after all those questions. Ophelia is just about to break up with him. She's got his love notes. She's going to break up with him. And here comes Hamlet. And what speech do we get? Ready? Here it comes. Everybody's watching. By the way, it's third person when he says this, which is unique. Wait, she's going to break up with him? After this. To be or not to be, <laughs> that is the question. Right? Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, right. <laughs> or to take arms against a sea of troubles and by opposing end them. I don't want to stop at a ton, but like, do we get the question, right? Like, all why stay alive? when life is so crazy and should i try should i try to fight back against all this how do i fight sin sorry without yeah how do i fight evil without sinning and should i even do it is it worth it right now that we get the question look at the context of this to die to sleep no more and by a sleep to say we end the heartache and the thousand natural shocks that flesh is heir to. Tis a consummation devoutly to be wished. To die. To sleep. To sleep. Perchance to dream. Aye, there's the rub. For in that sleep of death, what dreams may come. When we have shuffled off this mortal coil, must give us pause. There's the respect that makes calamity of so long life. For who would bear the whips and scorns of time? The oppressor's wrong. A proud man's county 
insolence of office and the spurns that patient merit of the unworthy takes when he himself might his quietus make with a bare bumpkin. Who would fardels bear to grunt and sweat under a weary life? But there, the dread of something after death. The undiscovered country from whose born no traveler returns puzzles the will and makes us rather bear those ills we have than fly to others that we know not of. Thus, conscience doth make cowards of us all and thus the native hue of resolution is sickly war with the pale cast of thought and enterprises of great pith and moment with this regard their currents turn awry and use the name of action soft you Nymph. There it is. Now I want to give you just a few teacher tips as you go watch this and study it and process it, but do you see why Shakespeare would stick that speech right here after those first two acts? <laughs> the other thing is he said, is it, is it first person why I don't do things and why I'm struggling and why should I stay alive? Is he doing that? That's what I find intriguing. Everybody's watching him, and he's processing, why do people do this stuff? He's thinking about the generality of the human race. He's just processing humanity. Does that make sense? And so, yes, it could be his thoughts, but maybe he's just looking around, thinking about it, right? And then we have that question, why stay alive when life sucks? when you could just kill yourself and go where? Heaven, right? Do you see it now for him? We've got an answer, a biblical answer for this at this school at least, right? To live is Christ, to die is gain. I, I could talk and talk and talk and talk about this speech, right? <laughs> But just two thoughts, and then I'd love to open it up. One, if you're not living for the kingdom, for Christ, and things get this brutal, it gets pretty tricky, doesn't it, to find a reason to stick around. Fair enough? I want to give that to you, maybe as a gift, as a seed, as you head off to college. Or even right now. Does that make sense? Not trying to stiff arm anybody into trusting in Christ. <laughs> But when life gets really, really hard, other worldviews don't tend to offer us real hope like Christ can and does. Fair enough? Doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It just means there's real hope. <laughs> right? Thoughts on that? Let me give you one metaphor, and then we'll open it up. The other metaphor here is, what if he had done it? Let's say he just took that dagger and went bam, and he's done. What would happen to this story? 
would would suicide for Hamlet solve these problems all around him? How would it go for Ophelia? How would it go for his mom? Uncle Claude, the murderous jerk, is still on the throne. How would it go for Denmark? Would it solve these problems? It would get Hamlet out of his pain, right? But it would solve any of the other problems. Are we tracking there? Does that make sense? Yeah. And I've been to several funerals for suicides. I, some of you know from my story, I've been right on the edge of it. I'm not trying to add any shame or guilt or anything to that for people who struggle with that. Does that make sense? But there's this question of, it'll get you to heaven if you're covered by his grace. Great, but what about this, where we are? So I like King David. King David in Psalm 23 says, though I walk through the valley, the dark valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are what? With me. You know what surprises me about that? We heard about God rescuing us from a pit, but in this Psalm, does Jesus come in and pull David out of it? You're like, oh, Jesus, thank you for coming to the valley. Yes, he's going to pull me out and put me on a rock, right? No, actually, you start looking, and Jesus drops the ladder down, and he starts doing what? Climbing down, like, what? But I thought, weren't you going to pull me out? But in Psalm 23, David doesn't get pulled out of the pit. Out of the, Well, actually, the pit, he gets pulled out of valley. Jesus crawls down in and does what with him? Walks with him through it. Those are two very different things. Getting hoisted out of a pit is one thing. Having God enter a valley to walk with you is another. You're like, I thought, why, why are we in the valley? Let's get out. He's like, we will. And here's the image I want to leave you with. Close your, close your eyes if you can and try to picture any valley on planet Earth. Any valley. Everybody got it? Picture any valley. Big, small. It could be some valley in the crack of the ocean. Any valley on planet Earth. And then ready? Put yourself in it. And as long as you keep moving, what will eventually happen? Is there any valley on planet Earth that goes all the way around Earth? No. So you'll eventually do what? Get out. Even though I walk through the valley, you'll eventually get out. I love that image. It's a powerful one. My valley of depression lasted seven years. That was really long. <laughs> but am I there right now? No, I'm out. The key is you got to keep what? Do everything you can to keep moving. Keep moving. And Jesus is with you in the valley to keep you what? Keep you moving. Fair enough. There's so much more we could say on that. I just want to give you those images right now. Hamlet keeps moving. Does that make sense? Thoughts? Comments? If you're in a valley right now, what would be my encouragement to you? Keep moving. Keep moving. Do anything you can. Get a really great therapist to join you in the valley. Get some good friends. Right? right? Some of us need to go into valleys with our friends to help them keep moving. You can't go into everybody's valley. Right? Well, that's what I love about our God. He'll see you in the valley. He'll see you in the valley, and it's like, oh, here we go. 
coming down. It's like, uh, pull me out. Nope, it's coming down. Does he pull us out sometimes? Oh, yeah. Does he always pull us out? No. Right? But he'll at least be with us. If it's a pit, he'll pull us out. Valley, he'll at least be with us. Fair enough? Journey. That's why we're looking at a play. This is only act three. We still got plenty more to go. Hang in there, Hamlet. Keep going. Questions? All right. Well, there it is. There's the big to be or not to be speech. It's a great speech. Yeah. There's a, so much in it that we could unpack. We're looking at character development for this run through. Does that make sense? So I just want to show you where he is right now. He's processing why stay alive, why stay alive. And actually, does he, ja does he jab the dagger in his heart? No, so he chooses what? He chooses life. He chooses to keep going. Have a nice weekend. <laughs> See you guys. You're awesome. You can hit the lights if you don't mind. That'd be great. Woo! That was a big one today. <laughs> <laughs>